electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Shares of Carvana will get your attention, soaring after striking a deal to reduce its outstanding debt by more than $1.2 billion, part of a surge in unprofitable businesses that have been rebounding recently. Deirdre Bosa digs into that today in Tech Check. Morning, D. Morning, Carl. You're right. There's signs of new life this year. And those pandemic high flyers that some investors have pretty much left for dead over the last year in 2022. This is a class that includes Robinhood, Open Door, Firm, Coinbase, Peloton, Carvana, you mentioned, different business models, but all characterized by weak financials and high valuations. Their story is often told in one chart. You're looking at it, their five-year return versus the S&P. The S&P being that far more steady purple line. Up with the 21 tech boom, down with the 22 tech bear market. Now, one of our colleagues, I remember, once called it Pandemic Mountain, so that's how I always think of it these days. Many of them have been staging a comeback this year. If you take a shorter-term chart, Carvana shares, they have jumped tenfold this year. Coinbase shares have tripled on regulatory optimism, open door despite still higher interest rates. It's up more than 250% this year on signs of a housing market recovery. But guys, we always go back to the fundamentals as we did in 2021 and not much has changed. These companies are still unprofitable. In the case of Carvana and Coinbase, revenue is falling. And while today's Carvana news, sure, it relieves the looming cash crisis, but it also dilutes investors and ultimately raises interest expense. And the metric, I want to flag this, that Carvana has been pitching to investors, been using more and more gross profit per unit. Feels like a throwback to the adjusted EBITDA days when companies wanted to distract from heavy gap net losses. We know how that movie eventually played out, guys, but it's all feeling very 2021 again. I know you guys saw the journal article that says... The market looks a lot like 2021, right before stocks entered a deep slump. And I guess that's the question many are asking. Does it play out the same way as it did a few years ago? I mean, it does jibe with some of the the latest surveys on on retail investors and their enthusiasm and how they've been jumping back into the market and they're getting more bullish than they have been. I'm just wondering, you know, the the difference between now and then, the private market that you follow so closely, Deirdre, was on fire at that that time. And since then has had a, a bit of a correction. Is there, is there, do you see that kind of animal spirits there too? Absolutely. I mean, the private market usually lags the public market. So what we're seeing right now is what many are calling a VC winter. You're seeing fundraising really just kind of freeze up a lot of startups are having more trouble finding that money, whereas a few years ago, right, there was so much of it. You just had to kind of hold out your hand, and it's really the founders that held the power, and the VCs were all vying with each other in this competition to get into the deals. The exception, which I know I talk about a lot, is the generative AI space. Uh, Money is still flowing very freely. You're seeing $100 million Series A rounds, which is very sort of bubbly-ish territory back in 2021. But the rest of the environment for other startups not in that space, certainly the air has come out of that bubble significantly. You know, but it's amazing what you're seeing in in public markets. You have to wonder if you're going to see the private markets follow. Also curious is, you know, we keep talking about green shoots. We keep hearing about it from certain financials regarding M&A, but also IPOs. And I wonder if the discussion about exiting is getting a little more traction, at least in the Valley where you are. 
A little bit. I mean, I, I talk about these companies, I call them unicorn dinosaurs because they've just been private for so long. I'm talking about Stripe and Instacart and Reddit that maybe missed the IPO window a few years ago. You know, Instacart, remember, it filed confidentially and then it pulled it. There's this thinking that it's going to have to go in the next year or so. And certainly the public markets have created an argument for that. But the business model, right, it's not the the really splashy, sexy, generative AI business model. This is gig economy, which still is unprofitable in many cases. We don't know what that looks like with Instacart. And you hear that it's profitable, but to what extent? So I'm not hearing that there's any rush to get these companies out. Arm will be an interesting test because we know that SoftBank and Masasan mm. wants to get that one out. And it does play more into that generative AI hype cycle. Shares of Apple briefly hitting a record high today after a report that it's building its own generative AI tools, including an internal chatbot that some engineers call Apple GPT. That's the focus of today's Tech Check with Deidre Bosa. Hi, Deep. Apple GPT, it doesn't sound that creative, does it? But I think that's just a nickname uh, within Apple. But essentially, the report says that Apple um, is working on its own large language model. So sort of like a chat GPT that insiders inside the company, employees can use and test out. And we know that Apple is sort of comfortable being a second mover, so it shouldn't be all that surprising. But what may getting in, be getting investors excited, and you saw the stock pop on this news, is the idea that Apple would be able to monetize general AI. It's the same reason we saw Microsoft shoot up yesterday when we heard the announcement that it was going to be charging 30 bucks a user to use some of these generative AI tools. We're at this phase of the bubble, guys. We're still, you know, the ability, it still has the ability to mention generative AI to create a pop, but investors want to hear about monetization as well. And you think about Apple's user installed base of 2 billion devices. If you could simply charge for some general generative AI tools on top of that, the way that they charge for things like cloud services um, that bring their services revenue up so much. That is exciting. It is exciting, but I guess what, what, what's the concern about their marketing uh, of this potentially, Deirdre? I don't think there is any marketing yet, right? Apple likes to test things internally before they come out. We heard that they were working on an AR, VR headset for a long time. Then we got the Vision Pro. So they're comfortable moving kind of slow and steady. Um, I guess some concerns have been about Siri, right, that it has fallen behind some of the other AI assistants. And some general doubts over how much Apple is actually focusing on generative AI. But when you take a step back, you see that they are incorporating it into a lot of their different products on the devices, whether that be autocorrect or photos. So it shouldn't be surprising. Remember as well that Apple has a secret um, self-driving car project that would lean very heavily on artificial intelligence. Indeed. Deirdre, thanks. Deirdre Bosa, we appreciate it. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx.